1: G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's twenty-five grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP-01005. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au. bsv I wonder what TJ thinks of uh, of my singing at St. Paddy's Day. Um, we're playing Irish tunes all throughout the all throughout the morning and the afternoon. TJ, do you have any ties to Ireland or uh, or any fond memories uh, of going over?
0: Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, a long way down the track, um, I, I have ancestors from Antrim in, in Northern Ireland. I think mm. they went they went to America, and I think they were what was known as Plantation Irish anyway. I think they originally came from Scotland, so it's tenuous, Link. Sure. Uh, but I've had plenty of great experiences. There been plenty of great trips there. I, I, you know, I love the place. And uh, but if you were asking me for an Irish band, I'd want
1: it, to... It'd be the Pogues. Oh, well, that's been well requested on the text machine. Now, did we play a Pogues earlier today? We did. we have to get another one teed up for uh, for oh, once. Yeah,
0: if you want to um, combine two of the great days of the year, on, on Anzac Day, listen to the Pogues, uh, doing the band play, Walsing Matilda, it, it's it's incredible,
1: brilliant. Okay, well there you go. We'll get Logan to tee that one up. Um, TJ, we want to we want to talk a little bit of um, a Super Rugby and and the COVID disruptions this week. And I know you know we all expected COVID to to make its way into Super Rugby at some point and cause some disruption, but given that we've got. Basically, all the games apart from this Chiefs Minor Pacifica game um, postponed. Is Super Rugby in a little bit of trouble here? And the fact that we're going to have to make these games up at some stage, and it's going to be very tough when teams have to play, you know, two or three games in a seven-day span.
0: Uh, well, hang on. Um, yeah, the, is Super Rugby in trouble? We've certainly got problems, like everything else uh, is. I, you know, you wouldn't want too many more postponements because I think if, if that happens then, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a major issue trying to make up the backlog. I think at the moment, there are only two midweek games that have been scheduled and are hoping to be able to work around it by uh, just re- reshuffling things so that teams play when they were due to have the bye. And I think that's the thing that everyone's forgetting at the moment, is that teams have bye weeks. Mm. The, um... and, uh, you're, you're you're able to utilise those to, to, for catch-up games, and I, I think... That's what they're looking at, at the moment. So, as, as far as I know at the moment, there is still just a uh, midweek game schedule. But as I say, that could change if, if there are more postponements. So we, we've just got to cross our fingers and hope that the teams have all done the right thing. I mean, it's a you know, it, it's uh, you know, the way it spreads, it's it's, it's not easy. Um, but at the moment, it's it's a difficult situation, but it's manageable.
1: The, um, the Chiefs game this weekend against Moana Pacifica, I just read before that uh, 17 of their players are out with COVID. Do you think that um, if the Chiefs were playing anyone else, they would have won a postponement as well?
0: Oh, I, you'd have to ask them. I, I wouldn't have a clue. I, I, think, I think it's a pretty keen play. Um, and, and the thing is, they've got big squads. Um, so, you, you know, if you, I don't know if you've seen the team not, but it still looks pretty strong to me.
1: Yep, no, I, I read out, the, uh, I read out the, the 23 just before. It does still have quite a lot of good players in there. Um, TJ, we, we were talking just this morning, we flipped a couple of messages back and forth, and you mentioned what they do up in um, Japan, which is a much tougher stance, where if, if you can't um, field a team, or you know, if you've got um, COVID in, in your environment, then uh, you actually default, so you don't get any points. Um, that's, that's not the way to do it, is it? Because then you're not getting rugby, and teams are getting punished.
0: Well, it's certainly a, a pretty brief. Of doing it, I know uh, Robbie Deans was lamenting the fact that uh, that his team, I uh, think, missed the first two games of the year, um, and and you know they were defaults. Um, and I guess, I suppose, you know, the, the one side of it that um, it's not a positive, but you look, it certainly makes the teams stick to the protocols and and stick to their bubbles and follow the rules and wash their hands and you know keep the cop and all that sort of stuff. Um, because if, you know, if if you can't put a team out, then then you lose the points for the game. So uh, it's a bit brutal. I don't think they'd try and do that here. I think if they did that here, then people would be talking about a farcical situation. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's what they're doing here. And It's easy to sort of look at it and say, oh boy, that's tough. But if they if um, if they tried to do it here, I, I think there'd be an uproar. Uh, and 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 I don't think they've ever really seriously considered that.
1: Uh, we haven't actually um, we haven't caught up since the weekend, TJ. I know we're a few days gone of it now, but uh, that massive uh, win from the Chiefs over the Crusaders and um, the Highlanders going down again there. The Highlanders owe from from four, but is that a little bit unfair? It seems like they've played good rugby; they just haven't been able to get a result.
0: Well, they've played good rugby; they just haven't been able to finish the job off. Um, you know, they had a lot of uh, disruptions. Sort of, you know, they lost a number of. Quite important players in the off season, so they've had to sort of rebuild and reshuffle a wee bit, and, and so it has been a slow start. Um, you know, maybe we get a better idea of when they start playing the Australian teams, just what sort of state they're in. Mm. Uh, it's it's tough when you know you, you face you know, the Hurricanes one week and the Blues the next, the Chiefs, Crusaders, whatever. It, you know, it's it's a it's a pretty tough gig. Um, but yeah, they'd be disappointed. I I, I don't think they've. Um, paid as well as they would, you know, anywhere near as well as they would have wanted. They're just sort of lacking a little bit of authority, um, you know, which is amazing when you consider they've got a great player like Aaron Smith there. Mm. Uh, they're just not able to control games as much as they'd like. I mean, just got to hope that they'll, they'll improve. Um, but I think that's been a problem for, you know, a number of the teams. Uh, you look at the, the number 10s around the competition, how many really good performances we've seen from them. And that's something I think we need to see in the next few weeks is, you know, the players wearing the number 10 usually you know, taking control of the game.
1: The, uh, the Chiefs beating the Crusaders, uh, I mean, the Chiefs, people from Waikato always think there are a chance against the Crusaders, but a lot of people thought that the Crusaders would win that game. Just in terms of where we sit now, TJ, what, what is sort of, I guess, your power ranking of those top three teams? Do you still have the Crusaders at number one and, and you know, Blues Chiefs two and three, or do you think the Chiefs might have leapfrogged those two?
0: Well, history says you never put too much money um, on the Chiefs uh, on the Crusaders not winning the competition because <laughs> you know the you know it just proves how tough it is. So the Chiefs bounce back from a loss at Eden Park, which they probably you know they might have won, um, missed a penalty right at the end. But I think you know they they prove what a lot of us have been thinking um, before the season even started. This is a very powerful team. Even with important players out, they're still able to come up with a, a, a really good performance. I think they were definitely the better team uh, against the Crusaders. Crusaders got a, a, a few things they'll need to do better as well. It, it just proves that it's a cutthroat competition. Uh, to me, it, it, you know, the, teams, the three teams always were uh, the Blues, the Chiefs, and the Crusaders. But then, you know, you look at the Hurricanes, what they were able to do um, to, at the start of the season as well. So. It just, it's just a relentlessly difficult competition. Um, and I, I guess what they have been hoping for was, you know, with um, the Australian teams coming back into it, that there might be a, a bit of respite from this week in, week out, against the New Zealand teams. It hasn't uh, proven to be the case. Um, and I, I guess for a team like the Highlanders, they just hope that they can hang in there, pick up a, a win or two against other New Zealand sides, and then maybe start building the points up when they get to the Trans-Tasman part of the competition.
1: Mm, Absolutely. The Hurricanes are only one point away from the Blues and the Chiefs, so still very contested um, between those three teams. Um, TJ, good to chat a little bit of rugby, even though we've only got one game this weekend. Um, Always good having you on, mate. We'll catch up soon.